0: We've got an awesome podcast all about ice baths, breathing, yoga, cold exposure, Wim Hof, stress, sauna, changing the mindset, the do's and don'ts, what the connection circles can bring, what functional breathing looks like, life-saving, mouth taping, all things, lots of resources, lots of cool stuff to be able to smash out and really absorb what it means to kind of amplify our performance and overall well-being and health. So... That all tied in with our connection and self-worth. Woo-wee, let's do this. I hope you enjoyed today and welcome back. To reason with someone is to motivate them to do or accept topics, ideas, and issues through discussion and having conversations. This podcast is about the relationship with ourself and the relationship with others finding our stability in our self-worth, and how do we actually be in healthy relationships? We find this out through connection, compassion, and communication. Reach out, connect with me, like, subscribe, comment. I want to unpack whatever it is that we can to really get to the nitty and gritty of finding out how do we get better in ourselves and how do we get better in our relationships. Quickly, everybody, if anyone you're listening to this is in Sydney, I'm going to start up some breathing circles and some ice baths. We can all come down and connect. Please email me, text me, comment on this, get in touch with me and just register your interest. Um, I'm also running some neurofeedback, a neuro optimal neurofeedback, a way of hacking the brain. I'm going to start putting that up there and in the space a little bit more but those so all these things together are going to start really amplifying our performance and really reducing the symptoms that are getting in our way so please reach out and uh, give this a five stars and share it with your friends and we will be on and upwards let me introduce our guest for today welcome back to the podcast we have today a awesome guest uh God, all rounder does so many different things. We have Dino Gladstone. He's the former national gold medalist in swimming and a surf lifesaving for Bondi Rescue. He is a qualified and practicing yoga teacher, personal trainer and holistic health coach. He qualified as a Wim Hof Method instructor in 2018. He has 22 years experience coaching both kids and adults ensuring a unique and individual approach to improving the health and performance of all his students and clients. For the past six years, Dean has been facilitating power of the breath workshops and courses. Thousands of students have gained full understanding of the health benefits associated with breath work and are healing themselves from a range of challenges, including anxiety, respiratory conditions, sleep disorders, snoring, and fatigue. He focused primarily on the study of many breathing techniques, including oxygen advantage, XPT, traditional pranayama, tumo, holotropic, and the power of CO2 tolerance for performance. Dean believes firmly that by improving diet, hydration, mindset and goal setting, mobility and movement, and of course, breath, many challenges can be overcome. I am here with Dean Gladstone. I am super stoked to have you, man. I'm so keen to talk today.
1: Jackson, I'm mate, always excited. I love, um, I do quite a few podcasts and it's, um, yeah, it's really, it's a great opportunity just to sit and chat with people. Yeah. And it's almost like for me anyway that I forget that um we're on a we're on a podcast or we're yeah. we're recording.
0: Yeah, that's it. I think mean, this is the cool thing that um I guess I like about you. I know I don't know if you remember I kind of I kind of crossed paths with you a few times. Um I think we both were talking at a it's just like a youth a youth day out in for uh, not maybe um mm. with the um the, yeah a couple of boys out there that were running a day and you did a breath work and I did a talk about addiction so I mm. it was in the background um listening to what you were doing and then yeah followed you ever since and yeah I think we kind of know a few people that mm. yeah know each other and so it's yeah definitely something I've been really keen to get get you in and and talk about all the things that you do so
1: yeah, well, countless. it's so fascinating and everything's so connected, right? And the, um, there's some connections coming up between cold therapy and, and people battling addiction. Mm. And that's um, really exciting because my partner who, uh, who struggled with alcohol and is now alcohol-free and um, started ice bathing consistently around the time she, yeah. um, cold turkey, gave up alcohol and, um, yeah, is um, yeah, feeling so much better for it
0: yeah i mean it's insane it's insane what it can do just such little tiny shifts that we already naturally produce in the body and we can just hack the brain in such nice little ways that have such amazing impact uh, outside of medication that can be right in front of us and obviously the breath so without further ado let's just jump straight into yeah. it um who the hell are you and and what do you do
1: so that's a big question it's a tough one um at the moment i'm uh helping people to understand stress and once they understand it, they can influence it. And once they can influence it, they can um, get healthier and perform better. Yeah.
0: So nice. Um, I'm a yoga way, teacher.
1: Right? I'm a personal trainer. I've been called a performance coach. I was working with a gentleman last night who's getting 13 minutes of deep sleep a night. Um, so to him, I'm a sleep coach. But yeah, I, I as you know, I'm helping people to understand stress. Um, occasionally, I still do a shift um saving lives yeah i see my role in that as helping lifeguards to understand stress and Mm -hmm. and other first responders Mm. and um you know rescuing maybe five six thousand people over the years and being involved in bringing maybe 30 people back to life you you Mm. understand that stress on a pretty pretty um yeah pretty decent level Mm. And then yeah, sort of learning science behind what you already understand is really cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think the the life that you've led so far is so is so deep in that thing and I I mean I'm glad I'm sure lots of people that you've met are really glad that you've stepped into it even further to to keep saving lives in maybe a different way to the um, so life saving and stuff like that, but in a, in a really kind of profound, long term way through the breast. Oh
1: yeah, mental health is brutal, right? It is. um Yeah, I, I don't want to take a conversation into a deep dark uh, area, but if you know the stats on suicide in Australia, it's it's yeah. fucking heartbreaking. Exactly and, right. Um, yeah, it, and and we we deal with that first hand as lifeguards.
0: Mm, true. It's,
1: it's tragic
0: really tragic and yeah, you know, leading cause of death for a, for a big big age group um which is crazy not many people kind of know that it's a hard-hitting fact for a lot of people to hear mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean tell me the i mean you called power the breath what, what, what's the sort of story behind it all where where is such a powerful statement i love it yeah the
1: power the um How ha- well i I thought my, I had a career break from the lifeguards, and I thought I wanted to be a yoga teacher, I did my yoga teacher training. Uh, I had a background in training people and personal training and I've done a a whole array of sort of health and fitness based stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I sort of thought yoga teaching was my path. I was really passionate about breathing and moving. I was an asthmatic as a as a kid and yoga was just that rhythmic nasal breathing or yoga. It was beautiful for my mind and body, mm-hmm. and um, and I started doing Wim Hof before the yoga, and I, yeah, I was going on this path, and um, yeah, ended up doing my training with Wim Hof. I sort of ended up having a career break from lifeguarding and wanted to do something that scared the shit out of myself, and and climbing a mountain with Wim Hof was what I ended up finding because I, mm. I had this sort of fear of the cold. Mm. Um, he started teaching the Wim Hof method and we were calling them Wim Hof workshops and, and the Wim Hof people, I love Wim. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to seeing him next, next week. But the Wim Hof business is, um, I guess they're particular in the way they want you to run workshops and teach workshops. And for me, I had a host of other qualifications. I was a health coach, yoga teacher, personal trainer. I'd yeah. already taught and been coaching people for a significant amount of years. I was already running workshops, working with groups, and um, yeah, I just didn't want to be confined to any um, any structure. Um, and Wim himself is actually very, very unstructured. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, so yeah, there was that. They were sort of saying, um, yeah, you sh- maybe shouldn't call your breath your courses, Wim Hof courses, unless you do this, this, and this. And it's like, okay, I won't. Mm. (laughs) Um, Mm. And my beautiful partner, Katie, she was, she just sort of started tagging along to events. And then eventually she started playing a fairly major role in in some of those events. Although she's corporate, she is a um, long, long long-time yoga teacher. And she brought in that beautiful connection that we have. Mm. So yeah, Mm. it sort of became the power of the breath even though you know ice baths are a pretty significant role in in what we do sometimes teaching people about stress mm-hmm. but what we love about ice baths is it brings people back to the breath
0: yeah got it right got it
1: <laughs> so yeah which is which is about stress which is what what i sort of that's my sort of mission statement to uh, help people yeah stress and improve health and performance
0: and i love that And obviously this this podcast has definitely gone into a lot of different realms around yeah i guess the holistic health and like all the different domains and factors and i think exactly what you're saying like my sort of therapy doesn't have the one size fits all method there's so many different uh, yeah i guess little pathways that we can do that kind of help assist with
1: one size doesn't fit all (laughs) yeah yeah exactly
0: exactly right it's it's the possibility of that
1: approach is not going to work yeah um yeah not for everyone
0: yeah and it's just too hard to kind of. You know, go by. I mean, definitely in therapeutic senses, like there's a lot of evidence-based sort of things where it's like you should be able to do these things based on these symptoms. But it's like, no, every single person is different. So, yeah, we definitely kind of go through all the realms of this. And yeah, it seems like, I mean, it's been around forever. Cold water, right? But I guess yeah, something
1: uh, new. Breathwork, therapy. I, I'm I'm not inventing the wheel. Every uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. just yeah, you know, sharing. Tips and tricks yeah. and, and stuff yeah. that I've learned. I, you know, I've had quite a journey. I've had toes ripped off and teeth knocked out and post-traumatic stress and
2: yeah, yeah. people
1: back in life and seen people struck by lightning and yeah, like yeah, like the stories. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> um, stories. Yeah, you can tell. Like, I wish I wrote, jotted down more things, especially in in that time as a lifeguard. Fortunately enough, there's sort of 17 seasons of Bondi Rescue to capture. Yeah, some of the cool shit that we did.
2: Sure, for sure. And
1: um, you know, even still, you know, we filmed. um, We filmed about six weeks ago. A couple of guys resuscitated a eight week old baby. Wow. um, And they struggled post resuscitation. They would. um, I was able to help them um, personally. Unfortunately, uh, council won't get behind me to train the staff um, Mm. yet
0: yeah that's always yeah it. that's
1: it um but yeah um yeah so i was able to do some breath work you know we filmed it for the show it was it was amazing content oh. and i'm able to sort of put free content out there and and help people mm. and, yeah um, you know as a lifeguard that's what i used to really enjoy and actually a lot of the guys really get a kick out of helping mm. people
2: yeah
0: so the I guess the concepts around like a lot of people, uh, especially around ice baths and is 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 this idea around like, it's good for recovery. And, you know, even what you said, you know, I haven't really even mentioned that word. And I I I guess I want to kind of get the- you're, the you're... least
1: thing where I talk about recovery. Exactly. is actually some negative benefits. There was a doctor that did a report on ice baths, the other week, Dr. Norman Swan. And I was pretty pissed off actually when I heard it. 'Cause okay. he talked about recovery, like the one thing that it actually you know, rarely people rarely do it for recovery. Mm. Um, and then he called Wim Hof an entrepreneur. Um, mind blowing. Like okay. Wim Hof has changed the world. Good, yeah. <laughs> you know, You know, if if you jump on the Wim Hof Facebook page, people credit Wim with curing cancer and 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 a whole range of things that absolutely saved lives and and rewritten textbooks. And uh, he mentioned none of that stuff and compared being in an ice bath to banging his head against the wall. Um, So yeah, oh yeah, recovery is certainly not the uh, not the um, not the tool that that we're using ice baths for. Yeah.
0: So so talk me through that part, because there's definitely a lot of people out there still thinking like, oh, yeah, this is so good for my recovery. This is so good for my gym workout and my health routine. But yeah, are you able to walk me through or walk us all through the kind of the stress benefit of it and or, or like the element of how that kind of intertwines and why? Yeah, that realm of it, why that's Mm. the the real regulation, the key and and how that's sort of shaping all of this change. And like you said, the Wim Hof power that's kind of creating and ripple affecting through people's lives.
1: So, you know, when I was first starting out in this stuff, I never used to really worry about the science. In 2010, I started delving headfirst into health coaching and um i started drinking raw milk loved it and people would ask me why and it's like well i drink it and i feel really good i know it's good for me but they're like why like and and then you you know my partner at the time she would explain what they do to milk and all this stuff and yeah i I just do stuff because it feels good i I intuitively know yeah um now I, i am sort of caught up with a lot of the science -hmm. But particularly with this cold therapy, more science is coming out um, Mm -hmm. by the month. Um, Huberman Mm -hmm. published or or did a tweet or an Insta post on the weekend, I think, about some of the benefits of cold therapy.
2: Yeah. And
1: two of the things he he quoted was fat loss and Mm -hmm. mood enhancement. Mm -hmm. So when Huberman says something, um, Andrew Huberman, people who are listening, and he's a neuroscience scientist. Yeah. Out of the States, he's pretty big. Um, yeah. It seems people come to my courses and they ask about Hooverman's last post. Um, so, Wim Hof's been saying, Ice Blasts make you happy, healthy, and strong for at least the, the 10 years that oh, I've been following Wim, maybe seven or eight years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but it's funny when some science validates it, all of a sudden people take more notice.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, but my, my take on the ice baths um, and there is, you know, it, it's so many different things, but for so many people, some of the, the the latest science is saying it may reset insulin sensitivity, which is a major problem um, in society today. There's so many metabolic issues, um, so many struggles. The, the biggest killer worldwide is cardiovascular disease. So it's great training for the cardiovascular system mm-hmm. we're getting sort of compression and expansion of of hundred thousand kilometers of blood vessels from what mm-hmm. i understand mm-hmm. now the mm-hmm. science on sauna is is pretty awesome there's um 20 28 year studies mm-hmm. um, all cause mortality is down 40 percent in some of these studies i don't think the cold therapy science has this not yet longevity yet but it will continue to grow and evolve Mm-hmm. Um, the ice baths are super anti-inflammatory. yeah, so I've read some stuff on mental health, and this is maybe more your area of expertise where a, a high percentage of mental health could be down to inflammation of the brain. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have any stats there for me? Well, I mean, I'm really thing.
0: similar to you, right? Dean, I think that there's such an anecdotal experience that I kind of have, and I've got with all my clients that is, um there and then there's also the evolving research around trauma and how the body kind of keeps the score with everything but it's going to catch up and maybe that's going to be too late you know it's sort of we're relying on the science before we start doing these things but if we we test these stuff out it's great i look at emotions as inflammation when we have big emotions we have we it creates inflammation within the body so that's kind of the way i look at it is if we've got a lot of emotions, we've got a lot of stored stuff or energy within our body. This is where I'm seeing the benefit of like, what putting that yourself into these exposures can yeah. kind of shift and create a different way that you show up.
1: Yeah, Charles Poliquin, I don't know if you're familiar with him, he said he was 20 to 40 years ahead of the science. John. I just love that. Yeah. Because the science, you know, um would, would naturally follow. But, um Yeah, so the the anti-inflammatory effects, the mental health effects, the other mood-boosting effects touched on earlier, potentially there's some um, benefits to people um, with addictive personalities and by maybe trading um, alcohol for ice baths, you're getting that dopamine release. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they touch on this in a book called Dope Nation or something. Um, Again, I've sort of heard bits and pieces of it um yeah so there's so many things um hormetic stress and getting people to understand stress is is what is a is a real angle that I love and teaching people functional breathing um I don't just chuck people in ice baths and then putting them in a stressful response stressful situation i.e the ice bath and then bringing them back to that functional breathing Mm. is a really beautiful way for me to connect the dots with with what I do so yeah it's hitting it on multiple levels but um yeah recovery from exercise is, is nothing that I ever um, yeah ever talked to about in in my session yeah uh, so really I- really surprised to hear Dr Norman Swan um talking about that recently and um you know none of the coaches that, that I know talk about um yeah ice baths for for recovery so mm. yeah, yeah
0: it's really big in the performance field. And I guess that's sort of, yeah, maybe that's where the crossover is, but then they Mm. start spitting out the facts and some of the stuff that you're talking about and kind of the, kind of the view that I have, which is like, it all comes back to stress. All of our, all of our autoimmune diseases or all of our like daily sort of unmet needs all come back to like how are we managing stress within the body and what is that what are the consequences of that when it starts to not be dealt with and how it sort of shows up and there's these two beautiful things that are so accessible to so many of us which is the breath and exposure to hot or cold mm. uh you know therapy so it's just it's just such an incredible thing and I think that yeah I'd love to hear a bit more around that the the, uh, the functional breathing component of it and like. Yeah, I guess a bit of the process of of what's kind of happening it doesn't have to be a sciencey explanation. I think it's yeah. more the experience itself, which is really hard-hitting for me and what changed my view on a lot of things and helped me, mm. sure.
1: Yes. Um, yeah, it's, yeah I, I tell this story a little bit on podcasts. So apologies to people that are <laughs> following my podcast around. I was an asthmatic and hospitalized as a, um, as a mm-hmm. nine-year-old. Um, struggled with um, asthma throughout my youth um Mm -hmm. and the one thing that really helped me was swimming training the regulation of my breath through swimming training and I Mm. seemed to get sick um a lot even um but particularly when I stopped swimming training the asthma would come back and I would get sick so um I I pretty much thought Mm. I had to swim for the rest of my life to be able to maintain um sort of proper function. When I was swimming, I would do really well in sports and play footy and run around all day. When I wasn't swimming, I really struggled to do some of those things. That okay. really was a, um, yeah, re- real sort of big indicator, real sort of holding back. It's like, so my belief was I needed to swim. And mm-hmm. then I discovered mm-hmm. yoga in my mid-twenties. Um, I could barely touch my knees at this stage, let alone yeah. my toes, And I started doing yoga for to improve my flexibility. And, and as I mentioned, that regulated nasal breathing was just starting to give me what swimming was giving me without mm. that intense mm. um, that intense exercise. Um, I started doing Wim Hof. I was doing yoga. I was feeling a little bit sluggish at the time. Actually, I was feeling quite flat and lethargic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when I, when I would do Wim Hof, um I have you you you've practiced right
0: yeah 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 big big wim hof stuff
1: for the sure. body up, super ventilation get get high and then and also i'd be relaxed it's this mm-hmm. for me it was this beautiful energizing and calming meditation and i'd practiced some meditation successfully actually um although i, I couldn't continue it i think the yeah, not be able to keep it up. But yeah, I, I do a beautiful, energizing breath, um, relaxing, and jump in a cold shower. And that would just pump my body up. Right. Um, As I started nerding out more and more into the mm-hmm. breath, it, mm-hmm. it brought me into Patrick McEwan's work of the Oxygen mm-hmm. Advantage.
0: Oxygen Advantage, yeah.
1: And then I was just like, that is, Wim Hof's like a gateway drug to oxygen advantage. So when you start and and now, after James Nestor's book "Breath: The New Science of the Lost Art," have, mm-hmm. you, have you read that? I I
0: haven't you, got that one yet. Oh, my list of breathwork are books are, are getting
1: pointed in you. Uh, <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll put it in the show notes for everyone. And I'll get
1: podcast it. Um yeah. So that just brought so many people um, onto this bus, um, yeah. onto this functional breathing stuff that that we're doing, and so. So yeah, I can't even remember what the question was. I think I was talking about myself, my journey. And um yeah, no. so that's where I am. And and you know, my rescuing people as a lifeguard, um, they go into fight or flight in yeah. a rip. Mm. Um, brain stops working, um, their decisions become counterintuitive. Um, you know, which which is I guess what happens when your blood fl- blood flow decreases to the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and this puts them in danger of of, of dying so um yep. you know as you mentioned earlier if, if i can teach people to understand stress i believe i'll be able to save more lives
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah and i think that's that's exactly what i kind of think that if we all just have that view it's like well how how am i managing my stress there's all these things that are going on in our world and in our lives that we can go oh no it's because this is going on it's well, how are you showing up how are you mm-hmm. coming back to you these days and you know what's that self-care regime look like and seems like more and more people are kind of waking up waking up to it you know we're having Jim Hoff come and talk at Luna Park for some you know wellness human experience like that Mm -hmm. wasn't happening before and now everyone's getting around it and I think there's a real importance of really singing the message that's coming through and hence why I wanted you to be here which is you know it's it's not a fad it's not this thing that's just like trending at the moment we're all jumping in fucking ice baths it's like this is this is the way like uh, you getting to be able to functionally breathe nasally breathe mm. and then come in to be able to regulate your nervous system by putting yourself through something that's challenging that that sets you up sets you yeah. up for
1: the day yeah i like to talk about a couple other analogies of um hormesis hormetic stress where where humans really seem to, um, whilst we're making their lives potentially a little bit harder, like intermittent fasting or or, mm-hmm. or taking off their fancy shoes and being barefoot, mm. we're seeing these amazing results. Mm-hmm. But cold therapy is another one of those things where evolutionary humans have, um, they've mainly bathed in the cold. And and then this this is being lost. Um, yeah. uh, you know, that we went through periods of, you know, feminine beasts. And and again, this is being lost. And um, yeah, we spent a lot of time barefoot on the earth. And again, this is being lost. And we see massive, massive improvements in people's lives when they start to adopt these practices that initially they perceive as making their life harder. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. So yeah, the cold is one of them. And yeah, I, I quite often sort of share some of those analogies.
0: Yeah, I think you're so right. I've definitely I was terrified of the cold. I talked to a lot of people and you know, people listening, oh, be like, you know, you're broken record because I think repetition's key, right? But the non-negotiable self-care, I would say like make sure that you've got these things that you're doing every week that fills your cup back up, that they're energizing you versus all the things that are depleting you. And one of those things for me was make it seasonal, make it editable, because when it's summer, I'll jump in the cold water. Mm. But when it's not, I won't. And I started preaching that and I go, you know what? Why is that? And then I, I, I had that with my breath work. It shifted to me being like, it's because you're uncomfortable with it. Mm. And that's the exact reason I should start to do it. And that's what shifted my mindset is I, yeah. I do so much things in my life that are filled with effort. And then coming back to stillness is the hardest thing I do in my day then I can take on the world, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, Put the Comfort Crisis on your book list. I I listened to that recently. That was uh, another good one. And again, sort of talked about a lot of things that you and I are probably sort of already doing and understanding and um, yeah, really cool book.
0: Yeah, Comfort Crisis. Oh, I'll put a, I'll put a little list together at the yeah. end uh, so everyone can check some of that stuff out. So what the what the process kind of looks like is I know that Huberman again, he sort of talked about some of the research that's coming out around how we get into it. Right. And then um, how do we slowly start exposing ourselves? And I think the study was um, having a cold shower regularly and then doing an Mm. ice bath once a week, but what's your kind of take on it for like someone that's trying to do it, might not have access to it. And, it's terrified of the cold. Like, how do we how do we start this movement?
1: Yeah. So the early days, the advice I used to give people was was one dose of cold therapy, boost the immune system for six days. So okay. I was sort of saying, you know, try and have a an nice bath once a week, maybe embrace a couple of cold showers. Now, um, the latest research um, from Dr. Susanna Soberg, um, mm-hmm. she's written a book, Winter Swimming, and Hooverman and Joe Rogan have been sort of quoting her um the so-called Soberg principle um she's a lovely lady I, I, I chat with her quite often on on instagram she's not also Great. an oxygen advantage instructor okay and um yeah she's blowing up at the moment super popular and her she's done some research she was a metabolic scientist and she was interested in metabolism and her research indicates 11 minutes um, of cold therapy least a, a week for as an effective dose minimum of 11 minutes. And I think right. was it was at 55, 57 minutes of sauna. They were they were her recommendation. Now- so Across the
0: week, not all in one go. Across
1: the week, not yeah. in one go. Now there's a significant amount of bio individuality with the people that I work with. Um, so it's what's right for someone is, is not right for other people. My Good. regulars, I have to pull out of the ice bath now, Jackson. They okay. want to just stay in yeah. and, and in and at the first at first I strongly discourage this ego based ice bathing, bath but right. in, in incremental overload I I am supportive of mm-hmm. and for people that want to have one decent ice bath a week and really want to start to sort of push to that shiver response I can understand and they're sort of paying to paying me to facilitate them through an ice bath. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I am sort of letting them stretch it out, but it gets to a limit where I don't want to worry about them driving home and how long I have to keep them there afterwards. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I digress. Um, back to my recommendations. I want people to change their mindset about cold. Yeah. So growing up, I was told that if you get cold, you'll get sick. Yeah. I was scared of the cold. Mm-hmm. Um, where now mm-hmm. we know the cold is a hormetic stressor, as is the heat as is breath holding, as is fasting. Um, there's, there's lots of types of hormetic stresses and a little dose of the right dose of cold therapy. That's what the hormetic stress is. And the body will respond positively to it. So I ride a scooter. Um, I live around Bondi and it's and in winter I used to have jumpers and jackets and gloves in there. Now, yeah. if I'm out in winter and I've just got a shirt on and I ride home and I get cold for five minutes, I am of the belief and there's evidence behind this, that it will be good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's changing people's mindset. Yeah, to, yeah. To around talk exposure and beca- getting them to become more body aware.
0: Yeah, it really takes away the can't, right? Mm-hmm. I was definitely a can't get in kind of person. I think one day I was up at Cremont Point And my mate and I went fishing, and I'm not the best fisherman. And I dropped my whole rod into the water, and I just wouldn't get in and get it. He could see it, and he's (laughs) like, Just get in. And I was like, How (laughs) do I do it? How do I do it? He's like, It's just a bit of cold. And this is a guy that's getting in the cold water all through winter. Mm -hmm. I was like, You do this all the time, just do it, do it, do it. And this like, can't mentality of being like, You know, it's just not for me. And then I'm like, Respect my boundaries and trying to push that kind of. Way about it, and I go. That's just such a block for me, and and then challenging. Now, what's that about? Like, how do Mm. I shift through that? And you're right. It's just this attitudinal thing, or or how we've come about learning about it. And I think that's really powerful definitely resonates with me. It's like if we get too cold, we'll get sick. Mm. Um, And you know, if we expose ourselves, if we take that further, if we expose ourselves to too many things that are uncomfortable, we'll be put under threat, and we might die. Mm.
1: Now, important note for people that aren't feeling well. Um yeah, there's a general recommendation if you are like literally coming down with a cold or you've got a cough or you've got you're yeah, in in the middle of the flu, ice bathing is not recommended in that stage. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, look after yourself in that state because you're already stressed and that's probably why you're sick. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna put that out there. Um yeah. and um Great. now that is not the time to start pushing your body get better first and then start to add those stresses on.
0: Okay. So this is a really good point. It kind of makes me think and I'd be interested to hear your perspective on this. There's a lot of people running running this stuff all up and down the beaches in Sydney, ice bath, mm-hmm. breath work. Some of them have waivers, some of them don't. And and I guess each to their own people are going to choose whether to go to which one, whatever, what's close, what's local. Um, but what what's some of what's some stuff that they can bring to their own table with their own kind of understanding around something stuff like that like if i'm sick ice baths aren't great but i guess one that comes up for me it's like just a natural one if you have like heart condition obviously then you know it's yeah. something you need to let know but what are some of the other like important things that you kind of notice or you kind of i don't of know like- if
1: you can see my shirt um
0: ice bath case yeah i know i know i actually
1: what- had to create a course yeah for people yeah, which I
0: love. I love that you've
1: done it. I'm that. so passionate about this modality and I'm seeing these cowboys do shit cowboys. and I've got no yeah. idea. And and someone's gonna get hurt mm-hmm. and then the medical system, which frustrates me, um, is yeah. gonna go, Oh, ice baths are bad, so so and so happen. Um yeah. and, you know, I've put maybe ten thousand people through ice baths and had you know, I've had a couple of incidents where people wanted to get checked up afterwards, there was two, two actually really nasty headaches. Um, and again, I suspect something was underlying for those, and the ice bath actually brought it on. But yeah, it is so safe for so many people. But as you mentioned, um, there's, there's certain populations that shouldn't be getting in an ice bath. Um, pregnant people, um, people with high blood pressure, um, the, the breath work, for epileptics, um, not recommended um, I'm trying to sort of delve into the research on on epileptics and I believe their cold water would be beneficial for them mm-hmm. um, from what I can see in the medical system and, and I'm not fully across this they just give these blanket recommendations yeah. um, because epileptics could have a fit they're told not to go in the water so um, yeah sure. it needs a little bit more research um, yeah. but yeah potentially, an epileptic could go in a supervised ice bath where they can't drown, um, mm-hmm. and and benefit from that. But yeah, the you know the research is constantly evolving, and yeah, I, I sort of need to delve a little bit further yeah. into that. But there is some science on it that I've been looking at, and um, haven't found any reasons apart from apart from them having a fit and potentially drowning. But you know, if they're supported in a one-on-one ice bath, I would see it as potentially safe. now i'd need their doctor to sign off before i would yeah. take them through an ice bath so yeah waivers disclaimers, and um yeah, responsibility for their own health is, is all yeah. um encouraged to you know what i encourage my um ice bath coaches to go through
0: yeah and i think that's really important because i guess it did when you're adding a bit of breath work in and you're doing and you might be doing a little bit of wim hof like like we're kind of talking about there's a lot that's being stored there right so the body has this funny way of getting to these points where we're putting it under a little bit of pressure and we're releasing some stress that there's shit that we've needed to release mm-hmm. and the beautiful thing that starts to happen is is there some power in, in what that can kind of release and I think that as a therapist and someone that's sort of trained in trauma is I'm really passionate about the safety around that and you know we are bringing people together a little bit more and it's creating mm-hmm. community it's creating tribe but that doesn't mean that that's every day, and that they yeah. don't then finish that breath work and ice bath and then go home to their disconnect or whatever, back mm-hmm. to their life. So yeah, I, I'm because of the stuff that can come up. I, I really think that the safety around it's really important. Mm-hmm. What What are your thoughts around that,
1: Dean? Yeah, well, my partner's a yogi, right, and, and as am I, but she's more of a yogi than me. And and in yoga circles, they quite often open a circle, right? They open a group. There's yeah group connection, connection there's introduction, yeah. there's a safe space. And um you know, I believe if are you familiar with the polyvagal theory, the social yeah. social engagement or the social um yeah, the, those social so, social engagement nerves. Um yeah. we, we we want them we want people to feel unsafe. And this happens in a safe container, when we open a circle, now mm. in a session, it's really important to try and close that that circle off.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And and you know that's what we do. That's what we teach. Mm. And um, you know there is also we, we do need to offer people ongoing support if if needs be. And yeah, um, yeah, close that circle and just make sure everyone's okay and everyone's connected. And mm. sometimes people feel embarrassed by by what they're feeling, so. Maybe sort of some group sharing and and a couple of things where people can connect and go. Oh, hang on, it just wasn't me. Yeah, um, it, it's quite normal.
0: Yeah, so sort of disarming some of that and really being able to bring it together so that there's there's a normality in the fact that what we've just been through might be a lot. And how do we hold the space for each other? Being really really important. And then I think the key thing you said, which is definitely where I sit, is like it's the follow through in there and the aftercare when there is some of that big stuff that does yeah come up for people because yeah i mean as amazing as it feels post ice bath um yeah you're putting your body under under a stress response that they might not have been in since Mm. a particular thing that's occurring um or occurred that's kind of creates quite a lot of overwhelm um
1: yeah and you know uh, some people sort of talk like what you're saying, like leaving those containers unopened. And and I'm not sure what other people are doing out there, but from us practicing what we've practiced with the, you know, we've taught tens of thousands of people breathwork, it's, we've had such a brilliant run where (laughs) we haven't, we've just had success after success. And um, like, I've lost count of feedback and testimonials that I should be keeping and sharing. It's no. it's been it's been really, really beautiful. Obviously, we've learned and modified it and improved along the way. But yeah, we haven't had um, those situations where people have been really struggling. Um, mm-hmm. So, so yeah, it's it's interesting, you know. But we sort of feel like we're potentially doing the right thing as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: well, I mean, it, I think that's that's what it comes down to is, and you've got that nice yogic connected philosophy um, about you and, and within your circles. So there is that space, you know, and again, it takes it away from like, we're just all at the gym and we're all going to this ice bath mm-hmm. after uh, and doing some of this hectic masculine breath work and then not kind of realigning with the fact that like, Hey, this is a a really connected opportunity and a space, and and I guess there's that respect there. I mean, every video that you post, I really hear the compassion that comes through on on everything. Mm. So, that, I mean, that's probably the gold standard of what we want our, our breathwork and ice bath instructors to come with is that ability to hold and the respect for for what what's there and and yeah. human body itself.
1: Mm. Yeah, and. Um... You know we started off and and really mainly running longer style workshops where we had three hours with people mm. and that's so beautiful to have that time to open and yeah. close mm-hmm. um and as i mentioned earlier we having my partner there um some of the time when we could um having that masculine and feminine energy was a beautiful balancing um in mm. in and yang and yeah. um you know, sometimes I love to touch people in my sessions, but um, yeah, not necessarily as, as comfortable touching women and men as as she is. Mm-hmm. And it's just so beautiful to have her in that sense of touch. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and some people um, probably a little bit terrified before they walk in to think that someone's going to touch them. But once that safe space is yeah. is set up. And I, I know this sounds a little bit spiritual and and my younger self would be laughing or giggling at the stuff that I now say. Um, that's what I love. That's what that's yeah, go for it. Okay. Say it. Be <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? Um, <laughs> you're, you're full of shit. But but once you experience it and once you see it and you yes. see people change and you yes. see people release. And um, you know, I don't like to talk, I don't like to use the word trauma. I sort sure. I sort of go for tension. Um, I don't want to tell people they they, they have trauma. <laughs> but yeah. I, yeah, sort of quite often I allude to the fact that we're all carrying a little bit of tension and you may release something mm. during the session and, and if you do, please um please don't hold back. Please sort of feel free to yeah, release that yeah. sort of um, whatever you want to call it, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I hear yeah, well I guess that's kind of what I'm picking up on, right? Is like sure your 25 year old self might punch you in the shoulder and tell you to shut up but like that's that's what the experiences have given is that this is bigger than bigger than what it is because of what profoundness comes along with Mm -hmm. it testimonials aren't about yeah this was this was cool I can swim in I can swim in cold water now. Thank you so much, Dean. <laughs> like <laughs>
1: Yeah, well there's some, yeah, the Instagram does sort of sometimes drive it for people and um, you know, to all the cowboys out there as well, having more and more people doing ice baths I love. Yeah. I mean um, we've we've just gotta get, you know, a couple of little safety things in place. True. Um and and make sure everyone's doing it safely and um, you know, when I first started doing this stuff five or six years ago, you, you couldn't have an ice bath anywhere else. Um, and maybe football teams were, were ice bathing after games. Yeah, exactly. And potentially they maybe shouldn't have been. Some of the latest research indicates that maybe heat would be better for rec- recovery and, mm. and human growth hormone. Um, but yeah, like it now in Bondi where, where I am, there's so many places that you can go and, and have an ice bath. Like, mm gyms and and facilities and then there's all these people running them on the beaches um yeah so it's 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 exploding
0: yeah it is and i think you know the beauty the beautiful part of it that i really love and i think you know it's you know i guess pioneers like you that are kind of leading the way in that and allowing it for more of a space is it's bringing us back bringing us back together and it's, it's creating community that's not about, you know, the classic Aussie drinking culture mm. or or anything. Yeah. Like a lot of this stuff's happening Sunday morning, right? Like we're really waking up Sunday morning, wanting to go and connect in this way. That's very different uh, mm. for a lot of people. And, and I think that, yeah, it's a movement. And, and I mean, it's proving to be such a movement that we've got the OG Wim Hof coming through, right? Yeah. So. I think it's it's such a powerful thing that i'm so passionate about in 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 the bigger picture it's just like it's a i think you said it before it's this like path into connection more connection to ourselves more understanding more awareness of ourselves and then how then we can then show up in in the rest of our tribe or relationship with others
1: Mm. yeah yeah it's beautiful
0: yeah it is really cool, and that, I guess that, that part. What, what what would like a a big workshop kind of include? Like you said, these three hour workshops. Like if someone was to kind of thinking about it, someone's on the fence about it. Like, what do they get? I mean, without giving away all your tips and secrets of uh, the bliss that comes with it, but what what's kind of what's someone expecting to come to do? Okay.
1: Yeah, so I like to assess the people, the way people breathe and to yeah. teach them about stress and, and the breath, um, really offering multiple tools. For me, um, mouth taping has been, you know, a game changer in my life and yep. there's a lot of dysfunctional breathers out there. So we go through mouth taping, um, we assess people, um, we sort of get people to sort of understand sort of CO2, respiratory physiology, um, do some assessments. Talk about sort of slow breathing, um, sort of a couple of pillars of functional breathing, diaphragmatic yep. breathing. Um, yeah, you know, breathing for sports. You know, snoring, sleep apnea, asthma. A lot of these things generally come up, and um, you, you know, for me, this is this is how we breathe twenty four seven, and this is this is really relevant to the way people feel and understand stress. Dysfunctional mm. breathers are significantly higher on the stress and anxiety disorder yep. scale. Um, mm. It's like 70, 80% of people with, with um, stress and anxiety in that disorder are, are dysfunctional breathers, whereas, mm-hmm. you know, it's maybe 20, 30% of the rest of the population. So, yeah, I, I want to assess them. I want to pick them up. I want to offer them tips and tricks. Um, yeah. You know, simple stuff like as a yogi for me, like breathing nasally is literally a game changer. And the mouth taping at night is just, yeah, mind blowing. I literally feel smarter, uh, and people sort of laugh. But you know, yeah, that, that didn't know the alphabet when he left school, and and could couldn't spell. um yeah. yeah, to be doing some of the stuff that that I do now and achieving what I ch- achieve in a week is, um yeah, I, I'm proud of myself.
0: Yeah, and that 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 that's so cool, and uh, that's the part that I guess we tie it all back into is this podcast. Is all about like how we feel about ourselves and how we show up in relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think the, you know, the underpinning underlying stuff that hopefully people are picking up on is, is we feel better about ourselves and how we, we think and communicate with ourselves because of how much more insight and awareness. And like you said, sort of confidence, it's creating this proudness from mm-hmm. within and a lot of stuff from within. So how would you say, like, you speak a little bit more like, how has it impacted your self-worth like overall all the holistic things you're doing but I guess mostly that that functional breathing and that ability to kind of allow yourself to be in uncomfortable and connect and, and, and shift into that yeah more holistic way of being
1: I'm also connected like everything in my life I feel from the lifeguarding very connected to the work I'm doing with stress and the understanding of it and then you know the Wim Hof is is um, you know even though that's a dysfunctional breathing technique, it makes people more breath aware, and if people are more breath aware, their functional breathing mm-hmm. improves. And yeah, I guess for me now, I'm starting to try and get more data and starting to try and share some of this. So mm-hmm. I've um I've had a couple of mums in the last couple of weeks that have they both got seven year olds actually. Uh, one was wetting the bed, and one was having sort of nightmares at night. And, you know, we got the mouth taping and both saw an improvement. And it's before that, it's like, can you sort of get some data for me? How many nights a week are they ending up in your bed? How many nights a week are there accidents? Mm. Let's implement the mouth tape. And, you know, even though it's sort of n equals one, I'm getting this data. So,
2: Mm.
1: yeah, we were going from three or four accidents a week to one in a fortnight, um, which is phenomenal
0: yeah all through the mouth taping and the okay. focus of functional breathing
1: well the these kids were just they that was just mouth taping, so that wasn't even with any mouth taping yet yeah. yeah, but mm. I guess you know their their mums have done sort of some functional breathing training with
2: yeah so
1: sure. um you know at that that age you would potentially hope that it should be should be fairly intuitive if we can just correct a couple of things exactly right exactly uh, right and at the younger age i would hope the body goes back to normality with that little help of, of yeah tape on the mouth
0: well they're still little sponges right we, yeah. we can reverse a lot of stuff at that younger age takes a little bit longer when we're a bit older we're a bit more Both stuck
1: These young kids are really embracing it they really enjoy it they ask for it to be put on at night whereas you know my five or six year old at the time when i started um when i put the tape on him he, he didn't like it at all. So mm. So I've I've just started
0: doing it and and it's definitely I'm I'm way more aware around my breath. But I was going to buy the ones you're linking, um, and ended up going with a different one. It's I don't know if it's very good, but I'm blowing it off. I'm a big old mouth breather at night and I know that it's impacting my sleep and I know that it's having a big impact. I'm really focusing on optimizing lots of different areas, hence why mm-hmm. you're here. But um, sleep being a really big, important one and also helping me with my meditation, my breath work yeah. and my ice bath. So yeah. that, yeah, I'm a bit a bit stumped around that one. Why, why it's not as effective. I don't know if my nose is blocked and maybe I need to assess something else first, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's not. I'm not loving that I can't get some of that data to share with you, but at the moment, my results aren't great.
1: Yeah, it, it does take a while for for some people to adapt to it. Um, so I used to use um, a 3M micropore tape that you get from the chemist, cost three or four bucks, put a little bit across my lips from there to there. And I only started using this MyoTape tape product, which I now sell. So yeah. disclaimer, I, whilst I am plugging it, let's acknowledge that I also sell the product. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do sell it because I believe in it, um, so I started wearing that before I put it on my son I felt that that was the the thing to do, and you don't um, you don't tape your kids mouth shut, um, even though it probably would be safe it's just nothing that. precautionary. Yeah, but you know putting putting pregnant people or people with heart issues in a in an ice bar. could be could actually be good for them, but it's, it's but just that are on right yeah. Um, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, so I started wearing that and just absolutely loved it. I found it sort of less intense, less abrasive. I found it stayed on all night. And mm-hmm. even though it doesn't actually cover the lips, I found it really effective. Okay. Well, yeah, I feel like
0: I'm I'm just pushing through it. So I feel like I need to like like literally mask yeah. like medical. Well, have tape you tried
1: the that. little the piece of medical tape?
0: I mean not across here i've got mm. one at the moment it's across cross and that's cross. just losing its yeah. stick and, and is it,
1: there a little gap in the middle of that one what's that no nah. one i had it's just, tried.
0: it's just a just across yeah. the mouth but yeah i don't know maybe maybe yeah. i'll try that little thing but yeah i guess the rather than going too far into me i think that this is sort of the optimizing of 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 my breath and coming back to that functional breathing because mm. yeah sleep and breathing, and then how I'm kind of operating overall, and what my brain health is—is, is, yeah, that—that's where where all my thinking's at at the moment. And I mm. think it's you know, it's because of the space and the capacity, and what we're getting shown um, these days is there's a choice. There's a choice to step into this stuff. Yeah, I love, I really love.
1: Yeah, well, it's you know I I, I like people to pick up the low hanging fruit, and if you're if you're yeah. not breathing optimally for eight hours at night when you're asleep. There's, um, yeah, there's a fair bit of low-hanging fruit there that we can maybe mm. maybe jump on and, um, and get people feeling much better with sort of doing the work while they're sleeping.
0: 100%. Get your sleep right. I feel like everything falls into place because, mm. yeah, it just creates that you know, start.
1: You know, if you wake up refreshed, you're more likely to exercise. You're more likely to um, yeah. eat better after your exercise. The day just flows from there. Hmm. If you wake up feeling like shit. You're going for caffeine or sugar, and you're you're sluggish. Hmm. Your relationships are going to suffer. Like everything in your life is going to going to just well stuff Maybe the wrong word, but yeah, it's it's not going to be optimal, is it? Well, it's just that. Just that. It just. I mean, my I've got you're not ADHD. Thriving.
0: Yeah, that's it. You're not thriving, and and my psychiatrist, uh, i got ADHD, is the way he describes it. Where thinks it's it actually correlates well with this is you're just driving with the handbrake on, mm. and and you can do it, but it's not great. <laughs> like, you don't want I it.
1: I like that. I'm going to use that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> because if you can fucking figure out how to let it down,
1: mm.
0: you're cruising, right? Like, and I think that that's what it's all about for me is just taking little bits and pieces that. Yeah, low-hanging fruit that i can kind of slowly take that handbrake off and get more optimized in my health um yeah i love it and it's it's cool like um at the end of the day i think we're both like still human you know we're gonna we're not gonna get the breathing's not always gonna be perfect every day like we're still gonna feel have moods and have emotions that come up and i think it's just keep showing up for yourself and yeah I mean it just like sort of normalizes and humanizes the process too
1: yeah well for me I really like everything as natural as possible right so my ideal world you know trying to eat a natural diet trying to get out in the sun trying to sort of move and 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 Mm. the thought of putting plastic with adhesive on my face most nights of the week is unnatural so even there's a little bit of there used to be a little bit of conflict there in, in myself and um yeah you know sort of avoiding plastics and avoiding waste and
0: yeah I feel the same way about a little robot on my arm or on my ring telling me how I feel um, and, and when to move but I'm slowly shifting away from that because there's a lot of unconscious stuff that I don't know you know that potentially can record some of these things that I'm slowly mm. slowly moving into a little bit of that
1: yeah I haven't yeah. worn my aura ring for a couple of weeks actually
0: yeah I got one I was company.
1: working really hard yeah uh, i've been flat out and i didn't i didn't want to wear it because i didn't want to get in trouble off
0: it <laughs> yeah it keeps you accountable <laughs> i got mine coming and it i feel like it's going to start to set me up but yeah. you know optimize that's the choice i make which is yeah. really cool so look man I've, I've talked to you all day i'm sure we could either bore everybody or really wow them with all the crazy stories we could tell and and insights we could have but where what what's kind of What's on offer? I know you're doing a lot of things at the moment, and I love so much of it. But I guess this podcast has a whole bunch of different mm. walks of life, from therapists to to just other, um you know, self worth thrivers and and you know people that are meditating, people that are breathing, breathing, and people that are curious. So, what what's going on for you? At love the moment?
1: curious people. Oh, uh, what's going on for me? Um, yeah, I'm um I've been working every day at the moment. We're off to Vietnam for my partner's fiftieth soon, so. Cool. I've yeah. literally had my ass hanging out. Like ice baths have been mental over this summer period. And um, you know, during COVID it was a bit of a struggle for me personally. There wasn't much work. There yeah. was, you know, I, I couldn't pay my mortgage. Um, yeah, there was so yeah, sort of, you know, been working haven't been saying no to work and yeah, sort of been working seven days a week. So just trying to get my head down. Yeah um to that and um literally are ice bathing people five six days a week at the moment oh, seeing and then training other people to ice bath people so i'm getting work come through now and i'm offloading that to people that i train so this is this is cool. beautiful because i can't do this is sort of how it evolved i couldn't yeah. keep up with the demand yeah um, yeah yeah i'm Which teaching cool. an advantage in melbourne on the weekend. Um, i love oxygen advantage it's it's for everyone who breathes really yeah i'm thinking about doing it the oxygen advantage and um yeah you know there's a couple of weekly sessions um i got a couple in bondi mostly one in in bondi yeah i've got a couple of pt clients that i still train um i I don't take new clients anymore um yeah whims in town next week that's going to be huge that's Um, gonna be cool um, yeah, so I've set up a um, an event uh, before, the day before Wim's at, at Luna Park, there's some um, yeah. some VIPs um, doing an, a private event in the city, so that'll be cool to catch up with Wim, I haven't seen him for years. Oh, that'd be awesome. Um, like, you know, he's sort of blown up since since I've seen him, you know, yeah, he's sort of so- seen him quite regularly and sort of, you know. Um, oh, how good. With him and now, so I wonder if he'll even remember me. Like, that. yeah,
0: yeah, he's so popular. That's so crazy. But, oh,
1: that's um, cool. But uh, yeah, and then you know, I um, I quite often end up creating, depending on what people want, I create um courses and and stuff for them. Yeah. Um, you know, it could be an online, face to face combination. Um, I've got an app, which I, I don't put much time and effort into and, and a new course that I released last year, which I'd love to sort of pimp out, but I just don't have the time to sort of play with Yeah.
0: It. So look, there, there's a way in, there's a way to find you. Where Where's the best way to kind uh, of-
1: Yeah, I spend heaps of time on Instagram. Um, If you Google Dino Gladstone, I've got websites, I've got Facebook pages, you can email me. But yeah, Instagram or, or my website, which you can yep. email me through there probably yeah. good I've got a power of the breath which is a more specific breath work and and call therapy page and then sort of my my general page with Dino Gladstone which is and um, yeah
0: yeah cool I don't know if I have you actually the Dino Gladstone but I got power of the breath but yeah I'll put all that up in the um in the show notes and um get some people yeah coming and yeah. finding you that There's are some in there. pieces
1: on YouTube as well that I've sort of put together over the years yeah, um, yeah, there's sort of free content. There's nose unblocking exercises, which might be good for you at night before you go to bed. That's right. Um, that's and right. Nose unblocking and, and some slow breathing. Um, yeah. Really oh, wow. open Those airways before you tape your mouth shut at night. That's kind I think that's where ability that's to breathe nasally at yeah. night. And um, yeah, it's a bit of a mess, my life, but I love it. And I sort of designed it that way. So.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you are, uh, you, you, everybody else is taken, right? You, you, you're you, all you
1: got. <laughs> <laughs> and I learned that early on, Jackson. The first year they filmed Bondi Rescue, um, we were being filmed and we thought it was special. we were on TV and, you know, potentially I was trying to be someone, you know, better than who I was. And, um, I was really lucky when I worked out people liked me for me. Yeah. And, That's um, cool. and yeah, that was cool. So, yeah, the more, I learned that early, and then just yeah. started to be myself.
0: I love how authentic you are. Honestly, it's so good to get more of that into my life, and and just to be around someone like yourself that kind of just says how it is, and and where's there, where's whatever it is, right out there for um, you know, everyone's seen here, and I and I think we need more of that. And yeah, I mean that's that's respect to the work that you're kind of doing, and the the, the commitment to to yeah, the wellness and and looking after you. So. Big, big respect for that, Dino. It's been awesome chatting.
1: Jackson, pleasure.
0: Cool, man. Um, Thanks so much. We got there in the end. And um, yeah, it's been awesome connecting. I'm really honored to kind of finally do this in a a way.
1: Thanks, man. I I did enjoy the chat. That's always sort of, you know, I love connecting. It's beautiful, this work, right? It's so good. It's so good. they are really lucky. And, you know, you see sort of us lighting up, talking about this stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's the best part. Yeah. Yeah. Even if no one listens, I have a good time. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, it's good.
0: Do you want to find out more about how therapy can help you kick some goals? Go check out findreasontherapy.com.au or the fine Reason Therapy Instagram page.